When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi there, it's Kate, and this is How to Be a Better Person, where it's Happy at Home Week in honor of the fact that many of us are sticking close to home in an effort to slow the spread of the coronavirus. Today's Tuesday, and Tuesdays on the podcast are when I talk about being a better person at work. On this Tuesday, I'm talking about how to be a better person while working from home. Because while regular life may be interrupted, for many of us, we still need to get work done from home, where our kids are also likely to be, which means... Focus can be hard to find. Oh, I feel this so hard. The good news is that you can get into a good mental zone even when life is off the rails. Yesterday's episode about setting up a routine for yourself can help. But just because the clock says that it's time to do your important work doesn't mean that your mental state is ready to concentrate. Luckily, there are plenty of simple things you can do to get there. Before I dive in, I want to give a shout out to Christina Roman, a life coach who specializes in helping people get into a deep work state. She has a lot of resources for getting into a focused zone at her website, which is peakcoaching.co. So peak is spelled P-I-Q-U-E, peakcoaching.co. She also has a podcast called The Peak Podcast, again, P-I-Q-U-E. I definitely recommend downloading her free guide, to getting into a deep work state in 15 minutes, which you can find on her website. Christina delivers the goods, so go check her out. Okay, now for the tips. All of these you want to think about before you start trying to get things done. Setting the stage for focus is so important because it rarely happens on its own. But it's a step many of us miss. We just sit down and think, okay, go. (laughs) But here's a quick checklist of things to do before you get started. First, set an intention for the time you have. Really set a finite goal. What will you work on? Keep this goal doable. Don't say you'll write 50 pages in an hour or do three separate tasks. I admit this is really hard for me. I want to be able to get a lot more done in a small amount of time than is realistic. So really, you probably are going to have to rein yourself in here. You want this experience to be empowering, after all, not depressing. You can always pick a second goal that you'll work on if you have the time, but it's not part of your definition of success for this session. Then, gather any supplies you might need. This may seem really obvious, but it makes such a big difference if you don't have to get up to get a glass of water, for example. I like to have a beverage, any books I might need for reference, and a piece of scratch paper and a pencil so that I don't have to worry about remembering any thoughts I have about something totally different when I'm focusing. You might want a snack or a sweater or a scarf. This is about setting yourself up for success, so don't skip it. You also want to spend a little bit of time thinking through any obstacles or diversion, and then make a plan for them. For me, the two biggest obstacles I have are checking in on social media and email, 
and then being interrupted by my kids, so I'll share the tools I use for both of those. To curb my urge to just go see what's happening on Twitter, for example, I use the self-control app on my computer, which is free to download and lets you block your access to certain websites for a specific amount of time. In addition to Twitter, I always block Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. I also put my phone on airplane mode and close iMessages on my computer. I know doing these things can make you feel nervous about being unreachable, but we're talking about just an hour or two here, depending on your schedule and your tolerance. But not so long ago, things often had to wait a little while and it was okay. It's also wise to hide your phone because studies have shown that just the sight of your phone can distract your brain from focusing on a task. So put it where you can't see it. Mine is often at the bottom of my bag anyway, so this isn't too hard for me. On the kid front, you want to talk to your kids before you get started and tell them that you need some non-interrupted time. Using some kind of visual clue helps too, whether that means closing your office door if you're lucky enough to have one, or wearing a hat or a scarf if you don't, to communicate that you are off limits while you're wearing it. Another trick I love to use is to get on a Zoom call with someone else who also needs to get some digital work done. There's something about hearing someone else tap away on their keyboard that makes you want to do it too. Plus, you get solidarity from knowing that at least one other person out there is trying to focus too. It's like you get to tap into their brainwaves and draft off their momentum, as they will be drafting off yours. The really cool thing is that when you do get into a focused state, you can get a lot done in a short amount of time. It does take some mental fortitude to do it, and some cooperation from the folks you're sharing space with, but it is possible. I hope these tips help you get done when you need to get done so that you don't have to add the stress of not getting things done to this already stressful time. Come back tomorrow when I'm talking about how to make peace with the thing that makes you uncomfortable about being at home for long periods of time. It's going to be a juicy one. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 